Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How you doing? Good morning. You're very welcome along to the Arts House on Cork's 96FM and C103. It's Elmarie Maw at the microphone with you until 10. Connor Tallon's also here. Yeah, just having a look at the weather myself. Today looks like one of the nicer days of the week. Week gone by and the week ahead as well. So enjoy it if you get a chance, get out. You know, I love listening to Barry there doing the news and he's telling things yeah. like the Puck Father competitions. Yeah. You know, we need these kind of traditions to stay going. I don't know if there's ran boys or anything like that happening anywhere. I haven't heard. So if there are ran gatherings and uh, it's all happening outdoors and would be yeah. safe and lovely for people to do later on this evening or this afternoon. Well then do text or WhatsApp us while we're on air to 0833 96 96 96. We'd love to hear about it. But uh, we were coming in in the car this morning and I was saying <laughs> Google, when exactly are the 12 days of Christmas? So officially yesterday was the first day of Christmas, which means today is the second day of Christmas. And what's the, the, uh, the gift that my true love gave to me to... Oh Turtle doves. Two turtle doves, exactly. Hey. So hey, so we are actually just after starting the 12 days of Christmas. This is the time to relax, kick back, take it easy. Just take it easy. And we hope you can stay with us between now and 10 because between now and then we have some just beautiful, gentle Christmas music to make it a very relaxed St. Stephen's morning. And we're joined by a load of guests, aren't we? We have a lot of familiar names, people who, I suppose... I've passed through this studio at some stage or other. People we've met over the years. Good old friends and some great names. And what they're all sharing with us are their favourite memories of Christmas gifts past. So some lovely stories coming up for you a little bit later on in the programme. Not even going to tell you now who's on the show. There's about 10 or 11 or 12 guests yeah. or something like that anyway. One for each day of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never thought of that. Anyway, they're all going to be joining us between now and 10 and who you can stay with us as well. Uh, as I said, the text to WhatsApp as always is 0833 96 96 96. We're going to start off though with a beautiful carol from John Rutter. This is The Colours of Christmas. Thank you. 
You just can't help smile when you listen to music like that. You can't. I love the music of John Rutter at Christmas time and I probably will play another one later on. But I hope you all got a lovely gift yesterday, whether Santa Claus brought one or whether you were getting one from various members of your family. And I'm sure if you're a parent or a grandparent, you have memories of favourite Christmas presents you got down through the years. Or maybe there was one that stood out. Well, that was one of the questions I put to so many of our guests this morning. And the funny thing is, I have memories of our first guest when she first returned to Ireland from Italy many years ago. And although she's worldwide famous as an opera singer, I remember her more as an actress when we worked together on a production of a show called The Fantastics. But she's renowned from Italy to Covent Garden with over 40 recordings on various record levels. We forget how international a career she has had and continues to have. She's one of Cork's gems. I spoke to Magella Colla. Magella Colla, you have shared the gift of your voice with us all year and brought so much joy in remote concerts and streaming concerts and outdoor concerts and every kind of concert. Your gift is your voice that you share with the rest of us. But what was a present that you loved at some Christmas in your youth? Oh, Elmarie, you know, I had, I'm an only child and I had two parents who absolutely adored me. And I was the kind of lucky creature who was basically sat down in front of the television and during the late, late toy show every year and basically said, pick what you want. And I, this was like the last thing any parent should ever do to a child <laughs> because I remember some concoction that, that they, there was some toy that took my fancy and it had three, three little silver balls that bounced on tiny little trampolines and somehow went back into the machine and came back up a tower and just kept bouncing around, you know. And my poor father, I think, walked the length and breadth of Cork City into every shop one Christmas trying to find this toy. I must have been about six. And when he bought the toy and got finally got it home, I think I played with it for about 10 minutes on Christmas Day and that was it. <gasps> I, so, so this was, I mean, the poor man, he told me years later how the sweat was pouring off of him on uh, uh, Christmas week. But anyway, so that, that was a really bad idea. And that was, uh, but I, I loved it for 10 minutes. But the, I suppose the toy that I remember most is, is a little red scooter that I, I just loved scooting around on with the, with the other children. Uh, but I lived in Blackpool at the time. And so again, I was about seven, maybe. And except my mother nearly crucified me when she realised um, that a couple of us went out onto Gerald Griffin Street and, and cycled down towards Blackpool or scooted down. I mean, we weren't <laughs> supposed to be on the road at all. So, um, so that, present, uh, that present nearly um, ended um, my time on this earth. But um, I managed to live and tell the tale. Yes, and a red scooter. What a gorgeous Christmas present at the same time. You know, it's funny, isn't it, how those things stay so vivid in our memory? I had it for years and years. And I think I was still probably a 15-year-old trying to scoot around on this little child's 
plaything. But I loved it so much. Hey, listen, scooters are all the rage now again, Magella. You can be hopping on I one know. in and out to the School of Music. <laughs> yes, they've come back on. No, but now, now they have electricity in them. And, um, and they, they, I've seen, I saw one recently up by Dylan's Cross and I was thinking, oh my God. You're it's like a right on that. But it, it gets you around the town very fast. Hey, the January sales are on the way, Magella. You never know. <laughs> Stop putting ideas into my head, Elmerie Maw. <laughs> Magella, happy Christmas to you. May it be beautiful. Very you happy deserve Christmas. it. Happy Christmas to you and to all your listeners. from the white lady I swear I saw the white woman standing there a gentle smile upon her face and snowflakes in her hair from the white lady I swear I saw the white woman standing there a gentle smile upon her face and snowflakes in her hair her apron full of snow snow falling all around you all the way in front of you and all the way behind you to the east and the west of you 
to the best of you, to the north and the south of you. Snow falling on Christmas Day. Christmas Day, I stumbled out to play. Saw strange vision, a young pup, only a pup herself, having puppies in the snow, in a hole in the snow, down the quarry on Christmas Day. Snow falling all around you, all the way in front of you, and all the way behind. You, to the east and the west of you, to the best of you, to the north and the south of you. Snow, Snow falling on Christmas Day. Christmas Day when I was small and we got a visit from the white lady. the very end of that he throws in just some beautiful guitar I love John's guitar playing I have to say that is of course the inimitable John Spillane and the beautiful song Christmas Day yeah and to me you know Christmas actually officially begins with John's concert every year you know so Paul McCreen some other great names well all his mystery guests as he calls them even though they're all flagged well and we know who's going to be there half the time but that's part of the joy and the crack of it and we missed it last weekend because I was doing MC the Opera House for the Christmas concert so we didn't get to go Next year. Next year, I promise you. Next year, once again. In fact, John was one of the guys I was chatting to during the week and I asked him about uh, what was his favourite present when he was small. John Spillane, I'm sure you've loads of Christmas memories and probably got some great presents down through the years. I'm sure guitars figures there at some point. But do you have a particular present that stands out in your memory? Um, I do, Elmarie. Um, so when we were small, there was five of us, five boys and our mother. And uh, I remember one year we got the ranch and the ranch, it was a joint present for me and my brother, Jared, the two youngest. And it was like basically a big piece of a big square of cardboard with a ranch painted on it and then some buildings and fences and a gateway in and some horses, some cowboys and um, I think a couple of cattle. But um, I think it was called, it was, I thought it was called a Circle K, but that's probably the names of the garages that are around these days. Are they Circle K? <laughs> it is, yeah. So I think, so it wasn't the OK Corral either, but I can't remember what the name of it, but it was written over the gate. So the ranch was the best of all time. But most of my memories of the ranch are from when all the pieces were missing, really, and there was only a few bits left <laughs> down the years. You know, we had it for a long time. But I, I can't remember it really knew that, that well. But um, it was um, the biggest, most spectacular thing we'd ever seen. Isn't that gorgeous? And the fact that you still played with it, even when bits were gone and fallen off and disappeared or whatever, it just shows you, though, how the simplest of things can mean so much for so long. Yeah, I, I think I always would have got a book as well. And I mean, cowboys and Indians were big when I was a kid. Like, so there was a lot of cowboy films and there was a lot of cowboys and the ranch tied in with that. I think I got a book as well, um, Roy Rogers. I think maybe I know, there was a lot of cowboy books as well. And uh, the Pony Express. Yeah. Have you ever written a cowboy song? No, I haven't written a cowboy song, but I, I do love cowboy songs. I do love like our American cowboy songs, mm. but no, I've never written one. 
Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> John, you never know, 2022 might be the year. I hope you're having a lovely, lovely, lovely Christmas for 21. And uh, congratulations on yet again another fabulous concert last week in the Everman to mark Christmas and wishing you and all your family a happy new year ahead as well. Thank you so much. I'm really lovely to talk and have a lovely Christmas. I love that. I love the fact that, you know, some things never change. Isn't that true? Yeah. You know, cowboys and Indians and that sort of thing. Even listening to some of the kids last week on the show, there was a couple of them asking for guns. Nerf guns came in there for a while. But like when we were listening to music a few minutes ago, Connor, myself and Wayne were all just chatting about how... Caps. Caps. Do you remember <laughs> the caps? Uh, not only that you had to have the caps for the gun and fire the gun with yeah. the caps, but then you'd get the roll of caps and stretch it all out and run the stone <laughs> along... <laughs> The, the smell. The smell was savage. <laughs> it was just savage. We were all like little mini arsonists or something like that. I don't know. I mean, like sensory-wise, your sense of smell yeah. is one of the strongest ones. I can I can it's conjure up the smell of caps now. Yeah. The memory of it is just incredible, isn't it? Uh, so there you are, John Spillane, the uh, the Buchel um <laughs> Watch this space.
Well, I do hope you're enjoying the music this morning. I've chosen a whole playlist of sort of gorgeous Christmas tunes, some with a kind of a, a bit of a twist, but we're still just celebrating as another WhatsApp is just coming in there again. Hi, Jan. She's saying, yes, it is just the second day of Christmas. I do hope you can stay with us between now and ten. Some more gorgeous Christmas music and lovely guests from all over Cork sharing Christmas memories as well. Really, really gentle start to your St. Stephen's Day. But we're heading for news next. Arts 96 FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes. Make the perfect chip at home with their chipping potatoes. Once you taste them, you'll be back for more. Now in store. Thanks a million, Barry. That's Barry O'Mahony in the newsroom. Now then, Connor's been taking a look at the front pages of the papers and I was saying to you, come on, keep it happy, keep it jolly, it's Christmas. Well, as Barry said there during the news that the HSE has indeed drawn up plans for an annual vaccine and the Taoiseach said that boosters and antiviral pills will create a new horizon. The Business Post actually has an interesting A to Z of 2021 when Matt Cooper looks back at an eventful year and the Irish Sun on Sunday has a showbiz exclusive. A shock shooting scene will rock Fair City viewers tonight with bullets set to fly in the soap station pump. But wary producers used a firearms expert after a recent gun tragedy in the set of Alec Baldwin's movie in the US. So the headline there is Fair City Gun Drama. Soap hired expert to avoid Baldwin-type tragedy. The Sunday Independent leads with Omicron surge leads to health staff scare. Private ambulances on standby and HSE braced for major shortages. And Brendan O'Connor sums up the uh, feeling of hope as we try to triumph over our experience on this column on the front page of the Sunday Independent. Looking inside the Independent, there's an interesting story about a new app. I'll tell you about that in a minute, but I'll I'll finish with the Sunday Times. Early Omicron data gives hope, insists Martin. So there's a lot of hope on the front pages today. Anyway, back to that story on the inside of the Sunday Independent. There's a new app that allows consumers to haggle over the cost of hair, beauty and wellness services. That's going to launch in Ireland in March. Uglow is a booking platform that will target remote working generation work, wait, wanting to avail of services in their own home. The news comes as recent figures show that the hair and beauty sector is losing 500 million euro a year to the black market. And, it's and the, to all the partners right around the country yeah, yeah. who started cutting their husbands and their partners' hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, my goodness. That's the grey market. Okay. I tried doing Connor's hair. It did not go down well. well basically, <laughs> you were happy, but I... <laughs> I was terrible. You were brilliant. <laughs> you are multi-talented, oh, Henry. You can't dear, cut dear. hair, no, it was awful. but stick to the day job. Anyway, the brainchild <laughs> of entrepreneur Elaine, Elaine Dahoney said the app will alleviate the problem of offering a shop window to professionals who want to tap into the new world of flexible work. This is mobile it's basically, people going around to people working in their homes. This is basically giving, giving the yeah. professionals a chance to... Uh, regain the market for themselves through being flexible as well so um, I wish them well with that it's, it's my little good news story anyway like a little snippet from the papers Well it's it's great to hear some kind of positivity coming through and you know what a very 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 special hello to all the doctors nurses emergency staff uh, firefighters guardy and everyone on the front line the ambulance drivers Everybody, the 24-hour, 365-day garage service staff who kept the whole show on the road yesterday and are still there today and are, are working and giving up their own Christmas for the sake of keeping everything on the road. So 
Big love to all of you. Uh, Jan was texting there and she said, happy second day of Christmas. You're a woman after my own heart, Jan. Uh, she said they were talking about the smell of the caps yesterday because the snaps from the crackers at the Christmas table, at the dinner table, brought yeah. all the memories flooding back. Yeah. And she said, isn't that what sitting around the feast table is all about? And you're dead right. And I love the fact that your grandson calls it the feast table <laughs> and not just the dinner table. I'm still full after yesterday. I don't know about the rest of you. You couldn't even finish it, yeah. <laughs> That's unusual for me now, I have to say. Um, another group we want to say hello and uh, best and happy Christmas wishes to are all our choirs. And I've been playing different music from various choirs over the course of the last few weeks, particularly Cork choirs I would have recorded down through the years. To start us off for this section, I'm going to play a piece from St. Fimber's Cathedral Choir. And this is the Sussex Carol. from St. Finbar's Cathedral. Fantastic. That's a gorgeous CD, actually. I picked up a number of years ago as well. It's called A Night Full of Promise. A beautiful selection from St. Finbar's Cathedral here in Cork. Now, next comes one of Cork's best-known, best-loved singers. And if you wanted a clue, I could give you a two-word clue. The beach, perhaps, might help. <laughs> um, that reminds me, how many of you actually went for that swim yesterday? So if you haven't guessed who it is, Emery. Well, I like a warm, tepid bath, I have to say. <laughs> the, the, the sea has to be a lot warmer for me. So fair play if you did, in fact, go down to the beach. But that's not what I chatted to Fiona Kennedy about. Fiona Kennedy, it's always such a lovely thing to have you on the show, whether you're sharing new music or talking to us about concerts or keeping everyone's spirits up by broadcasting stuff from home. And I know 2021 has been a tough year for you too. And when we come to Christmas, everybody is sort of looking back and having memories and nostalgia and so, what kind of little Christmas memory are you going to share with us today? Well, I was thinking about one of the best presents I ever got. And it's got to do with my late mum, who was 
have fantastic gardener, as most people probably know, but what they may not have known was that she was also really good at dressmaking. Now, when I was about 11, I'd say around 11-ish, I wasn't quite a teenager, but I have uh, two sisters. I'm the youngest of five, and we used to spend a lot of time looking at pattern books. They were called Simplicity. Now, some of your older <laughs> listeners might remember, especially the female listeners, they were like all these fabulous fashions, you know, but you'd have to make them yourself. So it was a beautiful maxi dress. Oh, El Marie, I wanted it with a passion. Now, where I'd be going at 11 in a maxi dress, I don't know. But you were weak for it. I wanted I was weak now. And I asked my mum, because she used to make her own spoon as like for going uh, out to dress dances with mm-hmm. my dad. And um, Irish, you know, she kind of put me off and she was saying, oh, look, you know, I haven't time now for that. Sure, look, you've enough now clothes and all this. So uh, Christmas morning came and all my presents were there. And the next thing I saw this hanging on the back of the door in the bedroom. There was the maxi dress, oh, the long puff sleeves, the big deep frill at the end of it in a gorgeous kind of liberty print. Mum was after making it. Now, how she made it without my copping on. I mean, okay, I was in bed before her, like when I was a kid, but still. It was a real operation of stealth and I remember just pulling on the dress, coming downstairs in my full length gown, delighted with myself. And um, actually, that same Christmas, mum would be low, dad would be still in bed, right? And we'd all be up, staring around the house. Mum was below and she was trying to get the turkey into the oven. And now, one thing she has passed on to me is I always buy a huge turkey, no matter how many is here. The turkey would not fit into the flipping <laughs> cooker into the oven. Like, there's only an old small little cooker. And she had a chair up against the door. The door closed. Oh, my <laughs> God. If we only had smartphones those days, it would have been a great picture. But there I was, anyway, in my beautiful dress. I was so thrilled. And I knew that mum had done my dress. The rest of my presents were from Santi. And uh, she was so thrilled, you know, to see the joy on my face. And there she was. Get, propping the chair up. Father will go mad now when he sees this. The chair up against the door is very dangerous. It could go on fire. But, uh, oh, we were just, oh, I was blown away. But I always remember it, you know. I couldn't believe it. I had no idea. That was definitely a lovely Christmas memory that I have. Moments of joy. Just pure, pure joy. And that's what you share with us all as well, Fiona. So I know it's been a tough year and I know this is your first Christmas without your mum. So sending you the warmest of hugs to you and all your family. Thank you so much, Elmarie. Thanks a million. And thank you for supporting all of us Irish artists, particularly Cork artists. And in fact, could I plug my gig on the 28th of December? Would Do you mind? it. Do it. It's in Sea Church in Ballycotton and there are tickets still available. It's on at six o'clock. It's a beautiful venue in Ballycotton. I'll be playing with the wonderful Ilza Desire, who's a cellist. And there's two other acts on as well. Ian Date, fabulous jazz guitarist and lovely group, The Diviners. So that's the 28th. Tickets available still at six o'clock in gorgeous, the Sea Church in Ballycotton. Well, after the next couple of days, if people have cabin fever, that might be a nice thing to get out to. <laughs> Enjoy yeah, the rest in the meantime, Fiona. Thanks a million. Thank you, Elmarie. Happy Christmas. Thank you.
And you know what? As soon as I was finished chatting to Fiona, I went on my phone and I bought my tickets for the Sea Church in Ballycotton. So that's Tuesday night. Um, it'll be an early concert, obviously, around six o'clock. So if you're not doing anything and you'd like to get out and you'd still manage to get in for the 50%, why not? Wouldn't that be a lovely thing to do? As they say, I did it the second I hung up the phone nearly. So <laughs> there's bound to be a few left. Worth a try. Arts I do hope you're enjoying some of the music this morning that we've chosen. I actually went for quite a lot of very gentle piano music because I think the last week has been kind of so frenetic and frantic and high energy and high octane. And yesterday probably had it everybody exhausted. I don't know about you, but I was I was ready for the lab about eight o'clock. So we hope you're enjoying the gentle music this morning. And it's lovely to see your texts and messages coming in to 0833 96 96 96. And we're replying away to those of you on WhatsApp as well. Uh, Connor, who's next? No. Certain words just jumped into my mind when I think about our next guest. Versatile, Mm -hmm. enterprising, energetic, constantly (laughs) smiling, you know, and she's the star of the adult panto. It is indeed Angela Newman. I remember, I think it's only last Christmas, Angela, driving to your house to collect Christmas boxes because I was gifting nieces and nephews Chatty Boo art sets and I know they absolutely adored making things with them. And you did that in the middle of the pandemic last year and Christmas. I know so many people got gifts and enjoyed the pleasure of working through art with you. And you made such a connection through the screen on YouTube and on Instagram with children all over the country and kept them going in the darkest of times. You just have an affinity with kids. What's your favourite Christmas memory? My favourite Christmas memory was when I was six. And my uncle Brendan was coming home from London. He hadn't been home, oh God, in about 30 years. And wow. the excitement was palpable in the house. Everyone was up to 90 getting the place ready and the place was painted and new bathroom was put in and everything. And my dad was working, obviously, in the opera house and doing the panto. And it was Aladdin that year. And uh, 
hit it off straight away with Uncle Brendan. And he very, very quickly became my favourite uncle. He was funny. And he was also very musical and very artistic. And we decided that he would be the one to take me to the panto that year. Obviously, loved it. Villa and, and the gang were on stage doing their stuff. And we got a call out at the end, a shout out at the end from Villa, <laughs> which was, oh my God, the highlight of every panto for me as a kid. And what was actually really special about it wasn't really specifically about the Christmas that he was home. It was what happened after he left. So we had a lovely Christmas. You know, we had a big family Christmas. Everyone was over. All the cousins and aunts and uncles came over because he was home for the first time in such a long time. And he was gone a few days and I was, you know, sad and missing him in the house. And I got this box, this package arrived. And it probably would have been around New Year's. And um, it was really heavy and it was wrapped in this from Uncle Brendan. And I opened it and it was a pewter, it was pewter or brass shoe, an Aladdin's shoe. And he had dug up, yeah, that he had dug up on a building site that week what? in London. Yeah, and he said, I was at home and I was feeling sad and lonely too after leaving me. And we just found this at a building site. And I'm sending it to you because it reminded me of you straight away with a lad and I still have it. Yeah, and every time oh, I look at it, I think of him. My yeah. goodness. You know. <sighs> that yeah, is yeah. just adorable. Adorable. It's really nice. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, and I still have it on my mantelpiece. Look at it all the time. It's the little things, but I mean, obviously, it's not necessarily yeah. the shoe itself. It's... It's the memory, isn't it? The memory and the emotion and the love yes, yeah, that it brings. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And we wouldn't see him again for another 10 years after that. So it was it was really, really special. Do you know what I mean? He was just always busy, always working, never really here, you know. So it was just really special to have to have that Christmas and that lovely memory. I can even see, like, what I was wearing on Christmas morning in my head. It's so vivid, that memory is so vivid. And you were only six. Yeah, yeah. Probably the first one that I remember properly, you know. Mm. Um, I had a lovely little red, a red, a red fluffy um, dressing gown. Very Asian. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, Doesn't it go to show? Yeah, Doesn't it go to show that no matter what, it's actually time, relations and love. Those are the things that we yeah, cherish, like, isn't it? I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what I got for Christmas from Santa that year. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what presents I got, but I can tell you exactly who was there, you know, which is lovely. And that's absolutely good show. Um, you know, that's, that's what Christmas is about, is spending time with loved ones and making memories are what's important, really. And it doesn't have to be big things. It is the little things. Angela, I just want to wish Absolutely. you and indeed all the team at the Adult Panto the happiest Christmas after a tough, tough, tough run and a tough, tough, tough year. Congratulations to you on all the work you've done with uh, Chatty 2 and all the art projects and how you kept children going in their homes and everything like that during lockdown in twenty one. Here's to a brighter 22. Thanks a million. Absolutely. Happy Christmas. Thanks a million.
do hope all of the stories are bringing back gorgeous memories of presents and that sort of thing for you. We're still reminiscing here back and forth in the studio. Who's next, Connor? No, I'm thinking of a particular year. It was a good year. It was the year you and I met. It was also <laughs> the year our next guest came to Cork and discovered some Cork traditions, I suppose, that have grown on her ever since, which is kind of ironic because she's a great gardener and also a fantastic cook. Karen Underwood, another great friend of the show here on Sunday mornings. Listen, your childhood would have been in Chicago, so very different, I imagine, to ours in so many respects. <laughs> Completely different. Um, I found that when I came here that it wasn't as commercialized. You know, it was simpler. Now, that was 27 years ago. But uh, the story that I want to share with you today for Christmas was a Cork story. It actually happened the first year I came to Cork. Can you believe it? December 1st, 1997, I moved next door to my neighbors, uh, who are still friends of mine today. We both have moved on to other states then. And Kevin Meany, he noticed that I didn't have a Christmas tree in the window. I went to tell him that I didn't have a Christmas tree because the religion that I was a part of at the time did not believe in having Christmas trees. It was against the part of the religious belief of some people in the church that I was affiliated with. So I never had one. The next day, my neighbor arrived. He's married to Suzanne Callahan from um, Callahan from um, Calico over there by the airport. He arrives with a tree that looks like something that would be in a Brown Thomas window. Oh, wow. And said, you have two kids. You have a Christmas tree. Happy Christmas, more or less, you know? Yeah. Those are the neighbors. And that's the sense of uh, community that was so different to what I would have experienced in America. That's just and, gorgeous. Uh, that's my Christmas story. And that was my welcome to Cork, you know? So that was your first Cork tradition. Did you have any other Cork traditions you decided to adopt in the intervening years? Well, I didn't, but uh, those same neighbors, Kevin and Suzanne, you know, we were over in in the Crescent and Black Rock, were the first people to bring my kids to a Christmas panto in the Cork Opera House. When I didn't know what a panto was, honey, I didn't know. I haven't a clue then, you know. Now I do. But um, I just want to say thank you and a shout out to them. This Christmas, happy Christmas, Kevin. And Suzanne and Josh. Absolutely. Because, you know, besides sharing Christmas with our friends and our family, quite often, especially over the course of the last two years of pandemic, it is our neighbours around us who are, you know, like another family to us in many, many respects. So to you, to your family, to your friends and neighbours, Karen, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas to you. And I forgot Joelle. Sorry, Joelle. Happy Christmas. I have to say, Karen never forgets anybody. That's a fact. One of the most generous people in Cork. Uh, really, absolutely love her to bits. So happy Christmas to her. In fact, she was talking about Panto there. And uh, did you know that the Everyman Theatre is now also streaming the Panto Aladdin? So if you would like to actually watch Aladdin from the comfort of your home and you haven't been able to get tickets to go and see it in the theatre, that's a super idea. Well done to them. And you can go on the Everman Theatre website and pick it up and have something to enjoy at home, which is absolutely a great uh, way to spend a couple of hours in front of the screen together. Hello to Michael and Barry Rowe texting. Glad that your brother Damien, who was your Chris Kindle, got you the right kind of stuff yesterday and uh, that you enjoyed it. Good morning as well to Olivia. And I know that you're enjoying the music and having a nice gentle introduction to the day ahead. Well, I guess that's the reason we're picking this sort of very, very gentle playlist. When we come back after nine, we've some more fantastic guests for you and some more music, Christmas music, I think, with a twist.